Click now on the link in the description and get this full audiobook for free. A sound. Someone stepped on a board across the street, making it creak. It was so faint he almost missed it. Wax reacted immediately, flaring the steel that burned inside his stomach. He pushed on a group of nails in the wall beside him just as the crack of a gunshot split the air. His sudden push caused the wall to rattle, the old rusty nails straining in their places. His push shoved him to the side, and he rolled across the ground. A blue line appeared for an eye blink, the bullet, which hit the ground where he had been a moment before. As he came up from his roll, a second shot followed. This one came close, but bent just a hair out of the way as it neared him. Deflected by his steel bubble, the bullet zipped past his ear. Another inch to the right and he'd have gotten it in the forehead, steel bubble or no. Breathing calmly, he raised his sterion and sighted on the balcony of the old hotel across the street where the shot had come from. The balcony was fronted by the hotel's sign, capable of hiding a gunman. Wax fired, then pushed on the bullet, slamming it forward with extra thrust to make it faster and more penetrating. He wasn't using typical lead or bullets. He needed something stronger. The large-caliber, copper-jacketed, lead-steel-jacketed bullet hit the balcony, and his extra power caused it to puncture the wood and hit the man behind. The blue line leading to the man's gun quivered as he fell. Wax stood up slowly, brushing the dust from his clothing. At that moment another shot cracked in the air. He cursed, reflexively pushing against the nails again, though his instincts told him he'd be too late. By the time he heard a shot, it was too late for pushing to help. This time he was thrown to the ground. That force had to go somewhere, and if the nails couldn't move, he had to. He grunted as he hit and raised his revolver, dust sticking to the sweat on his hand. He searched frantically for the one who'd fired at him. They'd missed. Perhaps the steel bubble had... A body rolled off the top of the blacksmith's shop and thumped down to the ground with a puff of red dust. Wax blinked, then raised his gun to chest level and moved over behind the fence again, crouching down for cover. He kept an eye on the blue alimantic lines. They could warn him if someone got close, but only if the person was carrying or wearing metal. The body that had fallen beside the building didn't have a single line pointing to it. However, another set of quivering lines pointed to something moving along the back of the forge. Wax leveled his gun, taking aim as a figure ducked around the side of the building and ran toward him. The woman wore a white duster, reddened at the bottom. She kept her dark hair pulled back in a tail and wore trousers and a wide belt with thick boots on her feet. She had a squarish face, a strong face, with lips that often rose slightly on the right side and a half-smile. Wax heaved a sigh of relief and lowered his gun. Lassie, you knock yourself to the ground again? She asked as she reached the cover of the fence beside him. You've got more dust on your face than Miles has scowls. Maybe it's time for you to retire, old man. Lassie, I'm three months older than you are. Those are a long three months. She peeked up over the fence. Seen anyone else? I dropped a man up on the balcony, Wax said. I couldn't see if it was Bloody Tan or not. It wasn't, she said. He wouldn't have tried to shoot you from so far away. Wax nodded. Tan liked things personal, up close. The psychopath lamented when he had to use a gun, 
and he rarely shot someone without being able to see the fear in their eyes. Lessie scanned the quiet town, then glanced at him, ready to move. Her eyes flickered downward for a moment, toward his shirt pocket. Wax followed her gaze. A letter was peeking out of his pocket, delivered earlier that day. It was from the grand city of Ellendell, and was addressed to Lord Waxilium Ladrian, a name Wax hadn't used in years, a name that felt wrong to him now. He tucked the letter farther into his pocket. Lessie thought it implied more than it did. The city didn't hold anything for him now, and House Ladrian would get along without him. He really should have burned that letter. Wax nodded toward the fallen man beside the wall to distract her from the letter. Your work? He had a bow, she said. Stone arrowheads. Almost had you from above. Thanks. She shrugged, eyes glittering in satisfaction.